up? It's your host Tori and who is ready to be petty? Welcome back to another episode of RTBP. I don't know if you can hear the stress in my voice or the furnace in the background, but I am home for Christmas. It's like day three or four around here and I don't know about you, but when I go back to my parents' house, I feel like I just revert to my high school, my former self. And we're in that weird part after Christmas, before New Year's, that is just really, you don't know what day it is. You've watched 70,000 reruns of Sex and the City on E. You've had 3,000 like Purdy's Hedgehog chocolate. And you're stuck inside all day because it is minus fucking 28 outside. And you realize that you've become an introvert after all of these years because you need alone time. Or, just like me, you're banished to your dad's workroom to record your intro and outro for this episode of the podcast because everyone has occupied another room in the house. Anyways, I hope you had a great holiday. I think you're in for a treat with today's episode. I talked to Sam and Shelby from The Wrong Complex. We talk movies. We talk Kardashians. We talk Olivia and John. It's a really fun one. Speaking of movies, I watched The Amazing Spider-Man, the 2012 version with Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone two nights ago. And I am like in a full tailspin rabbit hole of Emma and Andrew content. And I think we're going to watch The Amazing Spider-Man 2 in the next couple days. But if you know me, if you've been around here, you know that I hate action movies. I know nobody in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I don't even know if this is Marvel Cinematic Universe. But you'll hear in this episode me talking about how getting through a movie is really tough these days. So I just want to put it out there that I did watch a 2012 classic this week. One more thing I want to say before we get to today's episode is I was on the Parked Car Convos podcast with Maddie talking about all of the best pop culture stories in 2021. It's a two-parter. Part one is out now. It is really fun. We go through all of the major stories that happened this year. You're not going to get that kind of coverage on this channel. There was no way in hell I was going to make an outline with all of the stories. So so once you're done today's episode, head on over to Parked Car Combos and enjoy that episode with Maddie. Okay, without further ado, here's my conversation with Sam and Shelby. I'm back with two very special guests. Sam and Shelby from the Rom Complex podcast. How are you two Hi. doing? <laughs> good. We're doing so Hi. good. We're talking to you. Yeah. I know. It's fine. It's a Friday yeah. night. Uh, yes. which like wild plans to be recording. I've got my mug of champagne. Shelby's got her aviation gin cocktail. You've got your diet coke. Yes. We are partying. This is partying in 2021. Honestly, and like that is actually the case because beast not to like bring COVID into it for 30 seconds into the pod, but we just got more restrictions uh because of our cases rising. So this truly is a party, a very legal party. That's good. Cause my dentist asked me what I was doing later, just as like a oh, what are you doing tonight? Like, yeah. oh, I have big plans because of Friday, and I was like recording a podcast. <laughs> Okay. Okay. I, okay. 
let's, I want to get back to this, but we should introduce you too. So people know who you are. And, but I want to talk about the plan question because I'm ready to be petty about people asking about my plan. <laughs> so Sam, can you tell us a Ooh, little I feel bit like about I'm yourself? A, like on a date. I'm Sam, uh, 30, Taurus with a Pisces rising. <laughs> I enjoy pina coladas and getting lost in the rain. Uh, no, I am a creative type living in Los Angeles. I co-host a wonderful podcast about rom-coms with my girl Shelby here. Hello, I'm <laughs> Shelby. I also live in Los Angeles. I'm a writer, comedian, podcaster, and I have a day job, but who about cares it. about that? No. <laughs> I'm like, oh, what's that? <laughs> it literally does not matter. I don't even know what I do. They just pay me <laughs> That's for the it. Dream. So I'm good. That's mm-hmm. such a mood. Okay. <laughs> so you both host a podcast, The Wrong Complex. You break down rom-coms. I am a lover of rom-coms. As I was just like talking about how I never watch movies. (laughs) These are like the type of movies that I will watch, but I feel like my attention span since like getting TikTok (laughs) and like anything else has, I just like literally can't sit through a movie. Like I, I was watching, what was I watching the other night? Like a rare movie. It might've been the Princess Uh, Switch 3 for this podcast, something like that. And I was like, I actually need to take a break. Like yeah. I, I fully need to take a break. Yeah. Because I'm like, I need to be on my phone. I play games so. while I watch movies. <laughs> yes. That's yes. a great point because yes. rom-coms, because they're so like predictable and formulaic in a lot of ways, you do not have to be looking nope. at the screen a hundred percent of the time. No. You, I love doing something else while I'm watching a movie. Sometimes the thought of watching a whole movie without being able to do something else just like overwhelms me to the point where I'm like, I don't even want to watch this. Even same, not having my phone. Like, so I, I actually go to the movie theaters quite frequently because I have like that AMC a listing where I can see a ton of movies every week mm. and not pay any more money. So like, even um, Shelby and I went to a screening of a movie the other day and they like took our phones and I was like, even just not having my phone in my vicinity makes me so weird when watching a movie. Cause I'm like, how much time has passed? What's going on? Is it almost over? Have we been here for two hours? Has it only been 10 minutes? I can't tell. Um, so it just completely <laughs> throws me off. I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> Neither. I truly can. And I like hate that about myself. You're not the only one. So don't hate that. (laughs) I love that. I love I've never heard someone just list one of their qualities and immediately say with such joy and giggling. I hate that about myself. Like I truly, truly do. It's just such an ugly quality. Like, like honestly. Um, but I definitely like even just you both talking about not being able to access your phones or looking through Netflix and just being like, I actually can't sit through something like this. Like my anxiety went from like a four to like a 10. (laughs) Oh no. Okay. Something I, I also get anxiety about though, is when, especially like servers, 
And I've talked about this on the podcast before, but servers or dentists or like the girl that does my wax or like whatever is like, what are you doing after this? And I'm like, fucking nothing. This was like the like. This was it. I did this. I'm not going to do another thing. I did one thing. What do you want from me? Literally, especially nowadays. I was like, I'm like, this is the one, the one task. So that's so funny. I went to like this event where you kind of sit with strangers. And I was talking to someone who I realized was much younger than me because they were like, oh, I did this other thing this morning and now I'm doing this. And after I'm going to go do something else. And me and my girlfriend just looked at each other like, you're doing how many things? (laughs) Wait, you did this though. I have a weekly planner that I like, it's like one of those desk planners where you write everything out and then you just tear the sheet off after the week is over. And if I have more than one thing per day, I am immediately anxious about it. There needs to be only one thing per block per day for me to be able to function these days. Cause why would, why, why? Yeah. Yeah. Like I was like thinking the other day, I was like, remember when you would like leave your house in the morning and not get back till uh, like dinner time? (laughs) No, I forgot. I forgot that that (laughs) happened. I had, what? You just reminded me. Uh, Literally. I'm like, I, I'm like, you used to pack like a lunch extra makeup, maybe a change of clothing. (laughs) Now I'm like within a five minute radius of my apartment, like Mm -hmm. at all times. Yeah. (laughs) Anything, if I'm able to like run quickly back to my apartment at any point, I will. Cause I, I like, I I just, I feel like it's like touching home base. Like I have to just touch it physically in (laughs) order to like temper any anxiety. You're banking yeah. your points. Yeah. You're like, I did it. Yeah. Here you go. I went out, collect the coins, and now I'm leaving again. <laughs> oh my God. That's so funny. Uh, okay. Well, I'm glad we're on the same page with that because I feel like some people are like, that's like absolutely insane that you think that. But Who has the energy? Maybe I not. I, good uh, for those people. They can yeah. do whatever they want. I'm going to be sitting at home in sweatpants yeah. playing a Pokemon game or something. Yes. Like, <laughs> me too. Um, so I just revealed that I don't watch movies basically, but I actually do want to know, especially because you host a podcast called The Rome Complex. What has been your favorite movie of 2021 that has come out in 2021? I should say, because a lot of them that you've been like recapping, reviewing are like old school or like, like, I think like in the peak of movies, which was like 2003. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. is the peak of film. You know what's funny? I don't know if I've watched any any 2021 <laughs> movies. Because you okay. Have. Well, we did watch I have. We watched Single All the Way for, oh, for yes. our podcast. Yes. A, a joy. Yes. It was a joy to watch and experience. I watched like the first 20 minutes of Pig with um, How was that? Nicholas Cage. You know, I really liked the first 20 minutes. <laughs> just never, never came back to it. No, it just wasn't the right vibe for the, mm. for the evening. So I switched to something else, but I, my memory has like completely failed me. I do not know what 2021 movies. I know a lot of people keep track of the movies they watch on like Letterboxd or something. Yeah. I do that with books. I don't do that with movies at all. So I watch them and then they disappear all of from 2022 we should start no logging yes. movie watches what we've watched 
personally, yeah. maybe not for the podcast. Honestly. That's like a lot, but <laughs> yeah. But that is a really good point because that is another phenomena that I experience is like you watch something and then you're like, oh, I have <laughs> no idea. I had to Google movies that came out in 2021 and then I just kept going and I'm like, oh wait, I did see that. Okay, cool. I saw that. Okay. Uh, saw that. Okay, cool. <laughs> Most of mine would probably be Marvel movies. I watched Black Widow with my girl, Florence Pugh. No one cares that Scarlett Johansson is in that movie. Nobody needs to care. Florence Pugh's Mm -hmm. in that movie. She's in it. That's all I need. And then like Shang-Chi came out and The Eternals came out. Those were all good. Dune was out this year. That was pretty good too. Okay, I saw Dune. There we go. There we go. Gosh, I love a giant worm. worm. Just... (laughs) (laughs) Throw a big old worm up on that screen and and that's the kind of movie Ah, I want to see. I literally didn't watch any of those. So. I also saw Malignant. Oh, how was I watched that? Malignant. This is a scary one, right? It, it's a horror movie, but it, it is fun. Horror. It's like horror movies only scare me when they're ghosts. And this oh, it's, it's not? not a ghost movie. <laughs> so no, nope, you're good to go. Think it's like a demon possession movie. I thought it was, mal- I literally thought you were talking Maleficent. <laughs> close, very close. <laughs> yeah it's a horror movie <laughs> she <laughs> she tortures a little girl and I don't curses watch her, her. they scare me I don't like them yeah me neither I swear to god the best part about growing up or like being an adult now being an adult like aging I should say like the, the process that I for sure have gone through is aging I I wouldn't say growing up or becoming an adult per se Mm-hmm. but is not having to watch horror movies. I remember watching so many in high school, like maybe to always impress to impress boys. boys. Which I've is never, like, there's never yeah. been a horror movie that I've watched of my own, like for myself. It's always been because a boy oh invited God, me and no. I wanted to like snuggle into his shoulder as I covered my eyes. I, even I did that. <laughs> <laughs> and then it like ruins the rest of your week. But never sleep again. Like, thinking yeah. Of the movie. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I watched Cabin Uh, in the Woods, which is supposed to be funny, but I watched it like with a boyfriend and I did not sleep. I was like, what is Mm -hmm. wrong with me? And don't even get me started. I watched Hereditary because I thought I was better. Like I thought I had gotten better and was like brave now. Yeah. No, turns out I'm fucking not. I just remember, and this movie still haunts me to this day, uh, is the strangers I saw that with a crush that I had in high school Mm. and it was like this movie where basically this couple lives in this remote kind of house and all of a sudden these three randoms with like bunny masks come which like why oh god and they knock on the door and like then they terrorize this couple and kill them uh just because they were home was the whole premise I very distinctly remember that from the trailer where it was like why are you doing this and they were like because you were home I was like I'll never be home (laughs) I'll never answer the door yeah I was just gonna say (laughs) now I never want to be home after I just established I never want to leave my home so I like had to stop watching like Riverdale. It just scary there for a sec. Like a half a second was a little, now it's just weird. It's called Rivervale now. And it's like this weird. Okay. I'm talking about season one. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. <laughs> I, I think I got to season two, episode one. But, so that part you know was. What? You, you tried. That's all that matters. 
And like literally there is, I think it's on like Snapchat. Like if you watch any like Snapchat discover like videos or shit like that, where it's like, they still like force you to watch an Mm -hmm. ad and Mm. I don't know how to like have an ad blocker or whatever. So they always do horror movies and that's almost too much. And it's, it's it's probably 12 seconds long. So hate that. That's just like where, where I'm at in life. So I think my favorite movie of 2020, and I think possibly the only movie I will say I did watch in the Heights, but I was on an airplane and we landed and um, there was like 40 minutes left and I haven't revisited (laughs) it. So I, I can't say that's my favorite. But I think the only other movie that I watched was The Many Saints of Newark. And I actually loved it. And I feel like people just like fucking. I honestly it. don't so, even actually I don't know what it is. I was gonna look it up before we started talking and I didn't. I'll take this one. Yeah, Shelby, go ahead. <laughs> yes. It's actually like a, a prequel movie. I mean, it's a movie, but it's also a prequel to oh. the Sopranos before the Sopranos takes place when Tony Soprano is like a teen and it's about that. I'm watching the through the Sopranos now. I'm in like season five, but I'm in like season five. And so because the movie wasn't going to be on HBO forever, like I was like, oh, we better watch this. So I watched it and immediately in the opening narration, something huge about the show that hadn't happened yet is spoiled. (laughs) Oh no. So are you watching it through the, for the first time? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wild. Okay. Yes. I don't know what the spoiler, we shouldn't say it on this podcast, but (laughs) we could talk about it later. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Okay. I am interested to hear what that is. I was just such, I didn't watch it live because I, I would have been way too young, but it's like scary in a good way. I feel like it's not like horror or like gore per se, but it is sometimes scary. And just being able to revisit those characters were really I am not a mafia romance, mafia anything kind of gal. So I never watch The Sopranos. I will never watch The Sopranos. It's not my vibe, but you know. I didn't think it was my vibe either because I... It's literally such an outlier in the content that I watch, but it's like, I was going to say weirdly good. It's like the most critically acclaimed show. People love it and I understand. You know, I try to actually stay away from drama and then what, because I I watch a lot of comedy, but then I'll watch something Mm. that's like really, really good and it's like drama and then I won't be okay for like three weeks, you know? (laughs) So I try to stay away. From like I do those know. kinds of things. I, I had to know. stop watching Breaking Bad at one point because it was just really causing me too much anxiety. I had to stop. I was like, no, I can't. I can't do it anymore. If you watch The Sopranos, the only side effect really will be you're just going to start talking in like fake New okay. Jersey Italian I can do for that. a while, calling everything. I watched Gabba Little Cole Italy. And- That's all I yes. did to, to, yeah. <laughs> to do a fake <laughs> Italian is little it okay I don't want to say what I think Emma Roberts movie with Hayden yes okay that's okay that's what I thought I was like if it's literally like a legit like no I don't know coming of age New York story I'm I don't want to fucking say that it's a rom-com that is horrible and doesn't even take place in New York it takes place in Canada so Yes. Oh my God. And they didn't. Okay. I definitely tweeted about this. They didn't remove any of the Canadian. It's supposed to take place in Canada. Yeah. What? 
Yeah. Oh my God. It's little Italy. You're totally right. Yeah. In Toronto. Yeah. It's like yeah. on purpose. <laughs> we we yeah, did an episode oh God, on this movie totally and we right. were just like what is what just what's going on <laughs> Hayden Christensen okay, is 60 Emma Roberts is 22 like we don't understand yes. what's going on with that oh movie. my god this this yes. soccer scene yes. in the rain oh amazing god. that's called oh a everyone in case you didn't know okay but honestly though that's the type yeah. of movie I like like that's what we talk about we don't I mean we like them but we can also tear them to shreds that's what our entire podcast is about yes that's the yes that's the best part that's the best part so what about fave holiday rom-coms because it's like peak holiday rom-com time Okay. So, you know, I always loved this. It's not really a rom-com, but when I was younger, I always loved It's a Wonderful Life. Like it's got a little romance in there, but I always crack up at the fact that like in It's a Wonderful Life, the main character, you know, sees what the world would be like without him if he were never born or whatever. And his wife from the real world in this, in this fake world where he doesn't exist, is just like, she never gets married or talks to any man ever again. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah, that's what all men would like to think. <laughs> I fucking hate that so much. But yeah, that is like classic, like absolute classic. This was really hard because aside from like, you know, the stereotypicals, like the love actually is, which we've talked about that on our podcast is fine right yes it's a fine holiday film the holiday also a great fine holiday film my favorite rom-com of all time is when harry met sally and one can argue there are holidays a lot of holidays in that movie that happen uh and so i would probably say that that's my favorite holiday rom-com of all time followed closely by i don't know if this counts as a holiday rom-com but i'm just gonna say it does uh 2019's little women uh Christmas happens oh twice my God, movie, yes. or three times, actually. Yeah. So I'm going to say it's a holiday rom-com. That movie makes me so happy and so sad all at once. Same. Okay, really great picks. Yeah, Little Women. That was, I think, probably the last time I saw a movie. in. Oh, probably. Yeah, because that came out December 20, 2019. Yeah. Yeah, and I haven't been back since. I just remembered another 2021 movie I saw um, that I liked, which was Those Who Wish Me Dead, which was Angelina Jolie, but it was um, written by the guy who did Wind River and Sicario and Hell or High Water, which I, for some reason, I like all this guy's (laughs) movies. So Those Who Wish Me Dead was one I liked. Okay, again, this is how bad you just named like four movies. Never heard of one of them. Like, this is how out of the movie world I am. Um, I chose, okay, I really think, and I literally think I've recapped or I've done like a top five holiday rom-coms on this podcast. I think it's the holiday and I don't even think it's like the storyline. It's the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. The soundtrack is so good. I was listening to it before we recorded this, to be honest. Getting you in the holiday. <laughs> I noticed. Yeah. I noticed when we watched it for this most recent time for our podcast mm-hmm. um, that it has like multiple, it has like a frou-frou song and an Imogen mm-hmm. Heap song mm-hmm. on it. And I was like the chokehold that that woman had on us in 2006 yes. as a society. Just incredible. 
Oh my God. And maybe that's why I like it so much. It just transports me to a simpler <laughs> really time. Does. I mean, and then you just have iconic Cameron Diaz singing The Killers? No. Is it is it the yep. Mr. Bright's yep. got the killers, yeah. right? You just have her yep. fucking screeching the lyrics to that song while she's dancing around, and then you get Hottie McCotty knocking on her door. So it's yeah, Jude Law. Yeah, he, someone posted on Twitter today the part where he enters like their little pub and he's meeting his friends and she's still there and he doesn't oh, yeah. know yet. And it's such a simple scene, but it's just done so well. <laughs> the chokehold like... that man in that scene has on all of us. Yes, <laughs> yes. yes, he like cheated on his wife with like the nanny. And I'm like, well, like just give, just gives him a pass. Like how gross is that? <laughs> well, it's like, it's like, that means I have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately Googles how to become a nanny in London. <laughs> <laughs> okay I have literally become that delusional that I was recording a podcast it's the one that comes out right before this one and we were talking about current celeb crushes and I was like honestly my current celeb crush are like ones that seem relatable that you could actually like get with like Pete Ugh. Davidson and then I was like who the fuck do you think you are like he's literally dating Kim Kardashian now. Like, you know but Pete Davidson <laughs> you're right though he's like relatable and attainable it's I've seen this on TikTok a lot yes. where people are like name a celebrity that like on your best day you could pull them right so it's like yeah me I already look half like a Kardashian right now I could pull Pete Davidson yes <laughs> if yes. I really try yes, yes. <laughs> The TikTok that you're referencing is probably like what spawned this conversation. (laughs) Okay, so we had when Harry met Sally, the holiday, and once it's a wonderful once upon a time (laughs) in a once upon a time at Christmas. I was halfway there. Yeah. I feel like sometimes when you're recording a podcast, you're like your mind just I don't know, like sometimes goes blank. Yeah. But yeah. (laughs) Just just when you're recording a podcast. (laughs) Otherwise, I'm perfect. Every time. I've never, no one would ever describe me as inarticulate. No one, not a soul. Okay, let's jump into our topics for today. Honestly, more relationship drama. I feel like on RTBP, we're just basically talking about relationships lately. Just like absolutely Tis the season, on them. as they say. Tis the season, honestly. I just feel like it's been dry in the pop culture celeb gossip space, except for like these like few key stories that I like keep wanting to talk about. So the first one is Tristan and Chloe. There's been like new news as of like today. We're recording on December 16th. We're recording on December 17th, but as of <laughs> December 16th. I was not going to correct you because I thought you convinced me. I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yes, the, the 16th. Yes. that's right. It's obviously the 16th. As of yesterday, there's just been like so much coming out about Tristan Thompson just being like the biggest yes. piece of shit that I just like can't believe it. It's just like digging, you know, when like a small, a small lie or something comes out from a celebrity and it's like, okay, okay. Like people make mistakes, all of this. And then it's just like, oh no, here's the shovel. <laughs> like, just like Keep digging going. your own grave. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like all of these things coming out. So basically, um, if you live under a rock, 
<laughs> Marilee Nichols. She's like a, she was a personal trainer. She's like a fitness model right now. And she just gave birth to Tristan Thompson's third baby. There have been like court documents coming out in Texas and in California because he like was filing court documents in Texas too. I don't know about the legal system in the U.S. or in Canada, but especially, <laughs> especially in the U.S. Um, basically, he is just claiming that he doesn't want anything to do with the baby and like really specifying a lot of things re their relationship that just is like super, super brutal. Basically alleging that they had sex once. It was in March. Then she had the baby. That's the only time the baby could have been conceived. She's alleging that they were like dating, like kind of dating or casually hooking up for months while possibly he was with Chloe. What do you think about all of this? Listen, Tristan Thompson is trash. He's always been trash. It's like when people show you who they are, you got to believe them. Like he showed the world who he was with the first woman he had a child with because the minute that relationship ended and he could no longer, and it was like clear that she would no longer have a physical and romantic relationship with him. He completely cut her off and like does not talk to their child, which I believe is a son. Correct. Yeah. Has no relationship with his son because he has no relationship with them or that the mother will not let him have a intimate relationship with her. So I don't know what Chloe was thinking, uh, deciding to have a baby with this man. Um, and I don't know what this Marley Nichols was thinking about having a baby with this man, because clearly it's like, this isn't even like, oh, he did it only one time. Maybe this time's different. This is like, no, he's done it twice now. Uh, this is clearly a pattern yeah. of behavior. The Kardashians, I have like, I have a love-hate relationship with the Kardashians. One, they're very fun to talk Same. about because their lives are just insane. Like they have all of this wealth and all of this access and all of this visibility. So there's pop culture would be probably nothing without having them as a topic of conversation. But at the same time, I'm like, why is she still putting up with this? And I know the only reasonable idea is that if she cuts off Tristan, then her daughter no longer has a relationship with the father. But like at that point, why would you want your daughter to have a relationship with this man? I wouldn't personally. So I had to look up who Tristan Thompson was. <laughs> I love this for you. Which honestly is a flex <laughs> nowadays. Like you, you mentioned for those of you who live under a rock, mm-hmm. that would be me. Um, yeah. I don't know <laughs> a lot about the car. At least I know, like when you mentioned Chloe and Kim, I'm like, yes. I know who those are. So I was looking at it. I read a couple articles about it and I was like, oh, this guy obviously doesn't want to change. Like he's just going to like lie to people and tell them what they want to hear, like lie to women and tell them what they want to hear. And no one should, no woman who he's romantically interested in should trust a single word coming out of his mouth. Then I just, just from a couple articles, but it's very clear <laughs> from, from outside. It's like, oh, this guy doesn't, he doesn't seem to care about his children. He doesn't seem to care about his relationships and they keep treating him, but the people in relationships with him keep treating him like he does, like he's going to care about that stuff. He's never going to like, that's just not, unless he goes through some huge change, which he's only 30. Um, so maybe, maybe in this next 
part of his life. He'll become more mature, but it sounds like he's just not interested in doing that. So yeah, it's kind of at this point, it's like, like what Sam said, when someone shows you who they are, gotta, gotta trust it. I also just looked up his, uh, his birthday while you were talking and he's an Aries and like, I don't know how much anybody on this podcast cares about astrology. I think it's very fun. Uh, Aries men. Ooh, (laughs) Ooh, don't do it, girl. (laughs) Don't do it. Don't do it. Just don't do it. So that was, that should have been her first warning sign, but clearly she didn't listen. She didn't listen to me. Chloe never listens to me. I don't know why. I always have great advice. You're always shouting it. (laughs) Okay. But this is the thing about Chloe though, is she has great advice. Like, I feel like her role in the family is oftentimes like, was really like parenting Kylie and Kendall. And I feel like she gives good advice to people, but she just really does not take it. I may live a 45 minute to an hour drive away from Calabasas, but I don't know the Kardashians. Uh, Shocker. But I think of the Kardashians, she is the one with the lowest self-worth. And that, and that's largely mm. due to what the media did to her when the Kardashians were first like coming up, right? They made her the ugly one. They made her the fat one. They made her all these things. So her kind of self-esteem. They did? What? Yes. The media, our media did, did that to her? Yes. I think so. How dare but they? Ju- I was just looking at a picture of her and I was like, that looks like. Oh, is it a model. recent like person? That- a <laughs> recent photo? Because she looks like a different person different person which is crazy I mean that's how you can tell right is that she literally has had all these like procedures done and she has like a different face now and because of that I think it's really easy to give other people advice when they're dealing with things but when you're dealing with something like that low self-worth and that low self-esteem is like like causes you to stay in a situation that you would never advise anyone else to be in like if this was happening to say Kylie and Chloe was giving her advice on it she'd be like leave him dump his ass like you can do better blah 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 he doesn't like your daughter doesn't need her father because her father's trash or whatever but because it's her right and she already thinks so lowly of herself She's kind of like, well, I got to stick it out because this is what I deserve because I chose him to be my child's father and I'm the dumb one now, right? That's such a great point. And it gives me so much like sympathy for her. Cause like, I'm totally, I totally get it. Giving people advice. So like, oh, you know, you're, you deserve so much more than that. But then when you think of yourself, you're like, but I mm-hmm. don't deserve much more yes. than that. Yes. That's such so a I good have point. some sympathy for it, but on the other hand, like she's super rich, she's so do whatever rich. the fuck she wants. Yeah, I'm sorry, I keep cursing. Am I allowed to? Absolutely, <laughs> great. Yes, I will keep doing it. The only person that will be upset is my sorry, mom. mom. Uh, okay, <laughs> sorry, Tori, Tori's mom. <laughs> I, I was raised, I was raised differently. My parents love to curse. Is that, <laughs> does that make it better? I don't know. I don't know. If I don't know. Just words, you know, literally, right. that's what I tell my mom. I'm like, it's literally <laughs> just a word. And sometimes they just have that, that perfect combination of vowels and consonants that, that release some kind of extra energy. So you gotta, you gotta use them. Yes. Especially when talking about Tristan yes. Thompson. Mm. <laughs> and I like to sound yeah. edgy, you know? Yes. Just like out yes. here on the edge. <laughs> yes. 
I can tell you, I would never advise someone to trust someone like, like Tristan Thompson, who I, I found he's a yes. basketball player. He, Did you guys know he that? Is. Yes. <laughs> he's very yes. attractive yes. too. I'll say it. Yes. Oh he, yeah. But he is one of those people. And I feel like I've said this on the podcast before, but like, he's one of those people that it's like, he's so hot, but now I think he's so ugly. Cause I know. Yeah. His personality. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like it's wild how that can change it's crazy so and then you also have to take into consideration the age gap between the two of them right so like chloe's 37 and he's 30 when they got together i don't know how old's true at this point three or four five he was like 25 yeah. and she would have been how would you 32? procreate with a 25 year old Oh, yeah. No. yeah. Okay. I'm 31. And just the thought of being in a relationship with a 25 year old <laughs> is like, like blowing gives me the right heebie-jeebies. Exactly. Like just having a conversation 100%. with a 25 year old gives me the heebie-jeebies at sometimes. Well, it depends on the 25. Yes. No, that's fine. It's okay. Are they women or like, yeah, yeah. Women, non-binary I'm talking about I'm like a, a male identifying person who's 25, like in this particular instance. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Not. Yeah. I also like really think about Tristan like this is probably and like this is not giving him a pass at all but I'm like this is probably so stressful why didn't you wear a condom <laughs> or like yeah. why didn't you get a vasectomy are key right? every man who wants to listen I don't condone cheating but if you're gonna run around on your freaking wife girlfriend whoever get a vasectomy so there's no like Get a children being brought yes. into the mess that's the problem is that now there's a child and he's like leaving a string of fucking children behind in his wake that he yeah. has no intentions of providing for in a emotional capacity because clearly like like shelby said chloe can take care of her kid she's got a bajillion dollars like she's fine in that respect mm-hmm. but now you have another child someone who shares your dna out there in the world who doesn't know you and has no relationship with you like i don't understand how ugh, i couldn't imagine some men you know just think of it as like they don't feel that sense of responsibility toward right. their children that that we think that right. they would yeah and i i think maybe he seems like then one of stop those having guys. children stop getting girls pregnant well, that's the thing. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. He obviously does not care. He doesn't think of children as this huge thing right. that we think. Yeah. Of. He simply does not think the same way. And so stay away from him, you know? That was another thing. I was like, also, ladies, like, again, you saw him do it twice. Like, why would you? Unless I had like the Fort Knox of birth control. Like, I had an IUD and there was no <laughs> yeah. way in hell. Yeah. Literally, I was thinking like she when she detailed in her like paternity lawsuit, she had to detail like all the times that they met up and a lot of them were like at parties. And I was like, oh, my God, if you're at like a celebrity party, like why? Why are you still going for Tristan? Like, yeah, there's probably way better guys there that you could have gone for. (laughs) I just feel for all the kids. That's it. Mm -hmm. Same. I just I would hate for them and like I know that this is this is inevitable at this point but for them in 10 years or whatever going online and literally seeing court documents of your dad being like I am signing away my rights as a father because I don't care about this child like that is so much trauma like oh 
those poor freaking kids. And then just like women of America and the world, stop having sex with Tristan Thompson. (laughs) Those guys can be so manipulative though. It's like, you don't really know. And even they always have some explanation for why you're different. It's all sweet nothings until you actually, like there's actual consequences because I even, she, she posted all of those snapchat conversations and she posted all that shit on ig that was basically like oh you promised like you flew me out and you promised this and you promised me this and like here are all the things that you said while we were together and how you were leaving chloe and how you were doing this but the tables turned the minute like the minute you said oh i'm pregnant and he was like nah not dealing with that that was the minute that those sweet little oh everything's for you baby kind of messages were gone now he's just trying to cover his own ass but he obviously can't do that very well yeah I don't know why I'm talking like I wouldn't be (laughs) in this position like too like I you're totally right like a charming hot super tall NBA player I'm sure I'm like let's start a pact and then I'm like I'd probably break that pact (laughs) he came a knocking yeah (laughs) Yes. But I I do feel bad for like all of the women and all of the kids involved. But like, oh my God. I just want to see what happens with him next. Like he says he's retiring. What's what's in it for him? Like he did some of the reality TV stuff with the Kardashians. Is he just gonna like lay low? Is he gonna still be involved in the NBA? Like like, what's his to Texas and we never hear from him again? Yeah, or moves back to Canada. He's Canadian? <laughs> I didn't know that. Yes, yeah. Can you imagine just being able to retire? Uh, you're like 30 and you're like, I have millions stop. of dollars. Let me, I know, it's hard. It's rough. He should, okay, here's what he should do. <laughs> he should open a fertility clinic in Texas. <laughs> and then all of the sperm samples can be his. And then he'll just father. He'll be like that one movie deliver. Was it called delivery man? Yes. Okay. I watched the Quebecois version that I think is called Starbuck. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I've seen Starbuck. I haven't seen delivery man. I really liked Starbuck and then Me delivery too. Man came out and I was like, wait, isn't this the same? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> this other, this Canadian movie. I so yeah, he can yes. just do that. Cause obviously he's very fertile, right? Like he's got uh, yes, his sweetest are swimming. Like one Apparently, second. he only had sex with her once, and she got pregnant. So, okay, sure. So sure, he can sure. just like have them sign an NDA and like some kind of disclosure saying you're not going to come after me for paternity, and I guarantee you'll have a child, and the child will be attractive because he's hot. Yes, and like with really great athletic ability, they've got all the yeah. skills. Like honestly, win-win. Listen, Tristan, if you do decide to do this, uh, I should get money for this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right, we'll be your yeah. business managers. People will pay yeah, yeah, yeah. a premium for this. Two seconds. I thought you were both volunteering to. Oh, absolutely not. Oh, and I was like, oh, this no, is going in a not. way Children that I didn't are not in the cards for me. But for other women who want them, and they. I don't know, weirdly want Tristan to be the father, then we've got you at our new Thompson and Thompson fertility clinic. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just also like curious about his financials because it looks like he's going to be paying child support to three kids. He says he's retiring and he was never like, I was going to say like a team, but like a string or like a first string. I don't know. He's he's not, yeah, he's not that but I also was thinking like 
he's probably going to be like absolutely blacklisted in Hollywood by the Kardashians. So like, what are his money making like prospects outside of providing? I don't know. I think there probably are enough people in Hollywood that hate the Kardashians and would probably finance whatever endeavor he has out of spite. Oh, fascinating take. Even like just sport, like professional athletes, even if you're not first string, like the fact that he's in the news and stuff, he has influence or potential, like he's fine. He's set for a lot. Well, for enough, unless he does something really stupid, like he's set for life. Another Kardashian story I wanted to talk about, which I I'm finding fascinating as this all rolls out. I've talked about this on the pod. Northwest Penelope just got TikTok accounts. North is up to 4 million followers, which it's just like, she How started it she? literally two weeks ago. Eight or nine? Yeah, she's eight or nine. And she, she, I was going to say accidentally, but it was definitely on purpose. She went on live on TikTok and everyone obviously was there. Yes. And lots of like screen recordings and stuff like that. Mason Disick, who is a little bit older, maybe he's Mm -hmm. like 13 or 14. I think he's uh, in the article I read because I also had to look up who these people were. Uh, He was 12. (laughs) he's 12 okay not as old as I thought also Shelby I love that you did research because I notoriously on this podcast it's just like you just don't do research if Shelby didn't do her research she wouldn't know what we were talking about at all yes I would be be like who is Mason would have no idea (laughs) what does he do for a living so funny Yes, I didn't yes. know I was a kid. I had to do research. Oh, yeah. Another like long running joke is we absolutely rip about our kids' lives on this podcast, <laughs> like by accident. But we're like, how dare they? And it's like, oh yeah, they're twelve. <laughs> they're kids. That's why. But Mason North's cousin texted Kim and was like, "I'm gonna read." I actually pulled a quote because I just thought it was interestingly written. So he texts Kim and he says, hi, I don't want to disrespect North, North in lowercase, but I don't think she should do the lives unless someone is with her because people are always screen recording and she might tell information that isn't correct and stuff like that, that she will regret. I did the exact same thing as she did. I would do the lives and now I regret saying one of the things said just in case for safety, which... Now I'm like trying to remember what he revealed. I think he revealed that Kylie and Travis weren't dating at the time, which is really interesting. But I just love how a 12 year old is like so literate in like fame and they're like the institution that is the Kardashians that he he had the right of mind to say she might tell information that isn't correct and people screen recorded. I love that. Well, when I first read about this, cause I, you know, had to go do research. I was like, oh, I, first of all, I didn't know as a kid. I found that, <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, oh, this person had gotten, I, I figured this was like this person had Mason had said something like cancelable, like something ignorant that he now regrets saying on live because people record it and then it's there forever and kids say stupid shit sometimes but no then I found out yeah he had revealed that like Travis whoever that is and (laughs) some other person weren't dating that's what it Travis don't know who that is (laughs) I don't (laughs) I think that's so funny Shelby that you're like oh he must have like said a slur or like yeah 
he like endorsed Trump or something. And it's like, no, (laughs) he just talked about Kylie and Travis's relationship. But I, yeah, I agreed when I read the text, the text messages, like I was like, oh, this kid, it sounds really nice. And then Kim invited him like, Hey, why don't, why don't you talk to North about this? You guys can have a sleepover. I'm like, this is so cute. This is just like good, normal family, normal family stuff, stuff, except for the fact that they're like, Hey, maybe don't let your eight-year-old go live because she might leak personal family information incorrectly to the public. Yes. (laughs) Yes. To form. No one under the age of 30 should have 4 million followers. I I put that age really high because I still think that younger than 30, you're going to do stupid shit. Uh, Yeah. You're saying I should. You should, in fact, have 4 million followers. But like, I also just wonder, okay. So like, I always feel really bad for celebrity kids. I guess specifically the Kardashians because they are, like I said before, like their lives are just so open for public discourse all the time. And to be born into that, I can imagine would be really fucking stressful. But I do think it's nice. I think it's like, I think Mason is like the eldest of the next line of Kardashians coming up. So he's like taking on the elder sibling role of, I got to make sure nobody fucks up the way I fucked up, <laughs> which is nice and Literally. sweet, but I also feel bad for him. Cause I'm like, Oh, you had to, you had to go through it. And that's why you're teaching. Yeah. Like the, what's the youngest Kim's youngest is what Psalm. Psalm's not Psalm. going to have to deal with this. Right. Cause he has like fucking yeah. 20 other kids in front of him that are going to make sure that he doesn't fall into the same pitfalls. Yeah, Ugh, I hate that his, his name, name is Psalm. It is what I it know, is. I know, I <laughs> know. Oh my goodness. I like that you both also, yeah, pointed out like the family values piece. And honestly, that's something I have got from North and Penelope's TikToks, like when they're just like making like powdered hot chocolate and stuff. I'm like, I'm like, oh, that's actually like really normal. Like there's also some like absolutely absurd Mm -hmm. things that they have and do but it was like cute how also Kim was like not like oh I'll pass on this message to North from you but like oh you should talk to her like that's teaching him like really good uh, a really good skill to have have always sometimes in a very warped and detrimental way have always prioritized family You can see that in the really early Keeping Up with the Kardashian episodes. You can tell in just the way that regardless of how stupid of a decision one of the sisters made, the other sisters were there helping and trying to back them up and support them through whatever the fuck it was, right? So like, I think it's really, really great that they are not even just keeping it like within their own kind of uh, nuclear family. So like North and all of her siblings, but saying like, oh, Mason is the eldest cousin. So they kind of are all growing up in a sibling-esque type of relationship. Yeah. But I also just wonder how much of North and Penelope's TikToks are like curated and created by like, social media managers <laughs> like I mm-hmm. I'm so curious yes. yes okay I love that you have this like conspiracy theory because I would do so well monitoring an eight-year-old's and being like no we can't post that let's do hot chocolate <laughs> instead I feel the same way like sometimes the the cuts or like the I don't know what like I'm the edits of the videos like, 
Yes. The edits like are so bad that you're like, this is obviously an eight-year-old. And then my like evil mind is like, no, <laughs> this is like a, a social media manager and they are purposely making Yeah, it like, like how easy of a job. This. You don't even have to be good at social media managing. You can literally just be yeah, bad at it. It would be it. like me making it on purpose. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I think that, and like, again- one part of me is like, no, this is just what they have in their shower. Cause Penelope and North do a lot of ones like about like beauty products and stuff, but a lot of them have been Kylie skincare. Wait, these eight-year-old kids are talking about beauty oh, yeah. products. Yes. Well, that's oh, because man. you also have to see that's, that's what their parents up. and stuff are modeling too, because that's all the Kardashians are known for. It's like their beauty brands and their skincare and all this other stuff. So that's even if it's not something that they're like being forced into, that's the only thing they see. So they're kind of like, oh, I want to be yes. like my mom. Okay. She just did a skincare thing. Let me do a skincare thing. I will say it's also not like usually makeup. It's usually just like bath bombs and body scrubs, which is still like way more advanced than what I was doing at the age of eight. But it's, it's not like a full like makeup routine. It's like taking a bath, putting like a bath bomb and like having like a scrub, but like a lot of it's like been mixed in with Kylie's skin stuff. And I'm like, is that just what's in your shower? Or is this like a way to like oh, yeah. promote this product? I think both. I think yeah. both. I think it's just like a natural side effect of having, you know, a famous cousin or whatever. Aunt. I don't know how they're related. Aunt, technically. A famous yeah. aunt. Oh, I don't, I don't know. With a, with a skincare yeah. brand, you know? Yes. Well, I also yes. imagine that Kylie is the type of aunt that's like, okay, Merry Christmas. Here's my skincare line. You're like, thanks. It's I know like, this is Auntie like Kylie, free to what you. I really <laughs> wanted was like a PS5. I don't understand why you're getting me this. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You know, I should start doing that. I'll be like, I made you a bath bomb. It's just like a, a mud, mud. It's, it's mud. a mud, it's mud bath bomb. It. It's a mud I found. <laughs> it's so funny when people give gifts. This is going to sound so rude, but like, that's just, yeah. Something that like they work on yeah, or something. It's like, like the stuff that they make. <laughs> Who is that? Like, okay. I know people do this all the time, but you have to be so like self unaware I know, but do people that. do that all yeah. the time. Yeah. Like, here's like the thing that I make like for my yeah. job or whatever. Hey, I made you a podcast. Here you go. Yeah. Special <laughs> episode just for you. That's what I was thinking. I was like, what could I give away though instead of purchasing something this Christmas? <laughs> okay, one last funny thing about this. It's sort of related. It's adjacent. On Kim's Instagram, she got a PR package from Ariana Grande because she has a new mm-hmm. beauty line out. I think it's yes. called REM or EM or whatever. It's like yeah. sleep related. And Kim picks up the like eyeliners or like lip liners or something like that. And she's like, Northy, like here's some makeup you can play with and just like, shade. <laughs> and it was so shady and like that was her like unboxing video if I was Ariana Grande up. I'd be so mad I'd be embarrassed no, I would be like, angry and I would figure out a way to like get back again for doing that what about if she sent 
a package then to North and was like, since you loved these or something like yeah. or whatever, you don't have to share yeah. or whatever. Here's your own set. Anyways, I just wanted so to throw shady. that out there. To wow. the queen of disguise, Ariana Grande. Yeah, I feel like also she's, yeah, like had some bad press. So it's just like really yeah. doubling down on Ariana. Like with with good, definitely, uh, absolutely reasonable criticism, but really she's having a hard. She's on. having a hard time right now. Yeah, Kim, your supposed friend, you just like absolutely, like now we're talking about it on a podcast. So like you ripped her apart. Okay, the other thing, I feel like these actually grouped really well, even though they didn't mean to, I guess, per se. <laughs> but Olivia Munn and John Mulaney just revealed, or TMZ revealed, I don't know if they did it on purpose or not, that they had a baby boy in November. Thoughts on this relationship and <gasps> Listen, if I expressed my thoughts, we'd be here all night. I have so many <laughs> thoughts. I, John Mulaney, we were all rooting for you. And now we're not. No. Listen, it's been talked about ever since like their relationship was revealed, ever since Olivia Munn's pregnancy was revealed, everyone online was talking about how she was further along than she was saying. And people are like, he definitely cheated on his wife. (laughs) He definitely got Olivia pregnant before the ink on the fucking divorce papers were dry. And she's going to have the baby a lot sooner than she is telling the press. And then they're going to hide it until the appropriate date, which I still, even with the timeline that John Mulaney had kind of set up when he went on Seth Meyers, even with that, like, obvious, this is our timeline thing, it was still too close, still way too close for comfort, considering they just signed divorce papers in May. So yeah, like, I, when people are just like lying like idiots, I'm like, you, you don't think you're going to get caught? This is so high profile. Like, of course yeah. you're going to get caught. And it, it's yeah. like people are alleging that they're not even together anymore. So it's like you really did all that. And like, I, I do have sympathy for John because obviously like he had to go back into rehab and he, you know, has been dealing with a lot of that as well. And I don't know the ins and outs of his relationship with Anna. I call her Anna because we're friends in my mind. Um, so <laughs> I don't know the ins and outs of their relationship, but like, it's very clear that he wronged her in the sense that he yeah. was with Olivia Munn before they got divorced. But you know what? Anna is thriving. You know what? She's been in magazines. She's been on lists of influential artists. So maybe she just needed to drop the dead weight. Maybe John was just bringing her down. I don't know. I completely agree. It's a, it's a sketchy timeline. And with the internet sleuths nowadays, like I'm not an internet sleuth. I just read the sleuthing work that has already been done. A consumer (laughs) of sleuthing. I don't have work. Yes, exactly. Because it is a lot to just piece together all these timelines and stuff. But I did see someone post about some of the Instagram posts that Anna was releasing in November and in May when um, they had their baby and when they were signing their divorce papers and stuff. And like, it is really sad and seems like really unfortunate. Yeah. A lot of her art, a lot of her like photography work that she's been selling at various like art fairs and stuff has been exclusively about 
you know, moments in their divorce. Like there, I just remember seeing on her Instagram, it was a photo of her at a dinner table that was like beautifully set up. And she's the only one there. Obviously like there's an empty chair. The caption was like dinner in March. So clearly their relationship was not all rosy and, you know, they weren't madly in love kind of at the end, but you can tell that she's really channeling all of this kind of Um, Mm -hmm. sadness and loneliness and anger and all that kind of stuff into creating work that you know and I love when people are shady I love when people are shady it's like yes release all the photos (laughs) and make us just like shake our fists at John Mulaney for hurting this poor delicate woman right you know so some of this this one at least as soon as you said John and Olivia, I'm like, I know who that is because <laughs> uh, I'm on, you know, I'm comedian. I'm on comedy Twitter. Comedy Twitter blew up oh, yeah. over this th- because so many people are just obsessed mm-hmm. with John Mulaney and they think of him as this like good boy persona, even though in his standup, he talks about how he's been addicted to drugs and he's started doing Coke when he was like yeah. 12 or something, like so young. Like he's had such issue like he's not you know kind of like the wholesome good boy that people have kind of made him out to be so I think you know having been divorced myself it does it can take a long time like you can be in a relationship you can decide to get divorced and and it will take months and months before that Mm -hmm. actually goes through so I think the actual like the actual completion of the legal divorce will always come well after the end of the relationship. So I think like, I am certain that he wronged Anna somehow. We're friends yeah. too, I guess. Yes, um, yes. Because he was in and out of rehab, you know, he was doing, he was struggling with all this stuff and just that's gotta be so difficult to be a partner oh, yeah. to that person. Yeah. And, and there could have, obviously there could have been things he did differently and I'm sure it was not fun for Anna and she probably tried mm-hmm. very hard, right? Like to make this work. But I think probably their relationship was probably over and done with by the time he was with Olivia Munn. But of course, you know, people want to know they're actually divorced before you get but that's. But here's the thing. That's not my so. problem. My problem isn't that their relation, like, I agree with you. Obviously divorce is kind of like, that's the ending stage, right? That's like the final step and relationships tend to fizzle out way before then. But my problem is, is that he goes on to a national talk show to set up a timeline in which he did not meet Olivia or start a relationship with her until the divorce was final so that's where the problem Mm. is I think I would have had because I agree I think his kind of like good boy persona really dominated what people thought of him and I'm fully aware that comedians have completely different personas in real life than they do on stage hello I'm an actor I get it but I think (laughs) if he had gone on tv or whatever or just even just opened up in a very authentic real way to say listen a lot of shit went down I was not in the best place. I'm still struggling with this. And yeah, maybe some shit got mumbled up there in the middle. But now I have this partner and we're bringing a child into this world and it's going to be great. Like, I'm happier now, right? Then I'm like, okay, you admitted to some fault. You admitted to some shit that you did. We're good. But the fact that he kind of went on 
on those talk shows to kind of set up this false narrative to paint him to be a good guy. It's like, we respect people like fucking Pete Davidson because they're like, I'm a shithead. I'm a shithead and I'm shit. And that's it. You know, and we're like, okay, yeah. Okay, cool. You're honest. But to lie, that's when it feels like, okay, I know you're trying to just save face right now, but you would save face more if you were just being honest about what was going on. I think that speaks to like the the idea of celebrity and and these late night talk shows and stuff it's all just a facade none of it is real what? I, mean, I don't watch Sorry. any of those because I'm yeah. like <laughs> how dare you <laughs> yeah it's not real and the thing is I don't need it to be real like am I really entitled to know exactly yes. what's going on in John yes Mulaney's I'm entitled life? listen I was emotionally <laughs> invested in that man okay Okay. Well, here's, here's my thing. I'm a Gemini, so I'm okay with lying, you know, like just say, you know, he's got to say what he's got to say to, to the audience at the talk show. We know it's not true, but he has to do this because he's playing PR the game. team or whoever gave him that advice did a bad job. I I think that was just yeah. bad advice. Yeah. It was, I, it was I like too transparent. Yeah, yeah. Of like, what he's trying to do like we you could literally see the wheels mm-hmm. turning yeah. in his head like rehearsing yeah. the lines about the dates but I think both of you make really good points about just some of these celebrities that we absolutely idealize idolize both yeah. of those things like I was just thinking about like Chrissy Teigen and no one else is coming to mind, but like (laughs) just people that are like, oh, this is like a good Mm -hmm. person. And then they do something that is not good. And just like, it's an absolute shit storm, like from Twitter and, and just the general press. And I think that's why I've just been really enjoying a lot of content that's coming out about celebrities, because it really is showing that it is all a facade and that like most people are like rotted to the core that are in Hollywood (laughs) and like protecting like predators and like doing bad things and and stuff like that and like covering it up so it's by all accounts Olivia Munn is like not a good person also yeah, I, from, I don't know from everything I've read. Uh, she wrote a book that was extremely fat phobic, homophobic, Cringe. all oh, the bad yeah. phobics that you can think of. I saw an excerpt from that and I was like, oh no, Olivia, from the lady who used to be on the TV when I worked at GameStop and she would host <laughs> like a video game show. Like people loved her because she was, yeah. she did like a lot of mm-hmm. nerdy stuff. So yes, yeah. She was like the trope yeah. of like the cool girl yeah. where she's like extremely hot, but like games. into like yeah. sports or games. Yeah. yeah. She was definitely like the poster. But then again, I think it, it, it all goes back to what I think with the Kardashian stories and what this story has in common. It's like in common. I think it's just I feel bad for the kids. So now there's another because apparently Olivia and John aren't even together anymore. I don't know how true that is. I feel like I saw that on Dumois at one point. But now you have another child being brought into a world with parents who are incapable of caring for them emotionally. At least they're like, I believe Olivia and John are like a decade older than Tristan and Chloe. Like 
or and Tristan and yeah and but age like, doesn't make you smarter I'm smarter than I was 10 years <laughs> you were always smart so it's like, so it's like getting, it's like smarter on top of smarter okay yeah, well, yeah. you know you don't need to flatter me I'm already like pretty and my my ego is already pretty big you know oh I know I more. know <laughs> but you know what I mean it's just like and, and you're also talking yeah. about a man who just got out of rehab like he just yeah he just got point. out of rehab for not even rehab for the first time like rehab for a relapse that was like 13 years yeah, of, yeah. like a 13 year sobriety just completely washed away yeah. it's like this man yeah, should like not he be needs it. to yeah he needs to take care of himself before he can take care of another yeah. human being or a partner obviously yeah. so Anna on recently born child I was gonna say unborn child but you have been born all the, all best. the best to you and Petunia <laughs> yeah. those were the literally when I find yes. when I found out that Anna and John got divorced my first question was who got Petunia. And I'm just glad that it was, <laughs> it was Anna. Cause again, John, take, take care, care of yourself. yourself. You can't take care of a child, a dog or a partner. So you need to work just, on you. You do you for a little bit and same with Tristan. Like that's, that really is the moral of this story is like, just work on yourself for a little bit, stay single, manage that, and then get into a relationship. Definitely recommend staying single for yes. when you need it. Take care of yourself yes. for sure. Yes, absolutely. Look at this, like getting to the heart of real <laughs> issues <laughs> under the guise of celebrity gossip. We're going to wrap up with some This Week in Petty Stories. Who wants to share first? I'll do it. Yes, I always you do. go first. I'm like, That's I'll jump vibe. right in. Okay. So I have a family group chat with my brother. I have. I love where this is going already. Like, I just like. I have an older brother and a younger brother. My older brother is like, he has everything. He has a PhD. His wife has a PhD. He has two beautiful children. He has a home. And he recently bought my parents a house here in California. Wild. My parents just moved out here. But yeah, my older brother has always been like the high achiever, you know, never doing anything wrong, never getting in trouble for anything. Whereas me and my little brother are like, you know, I would just like, I would sneak out in the middle of the night or like, and my little brother <laughs> sometimes got brought home by cops because he went out in the middle of the night. We love the nighttime. What can we say? <laughs> but obviously we've grown a lot. So we have this family group chat and since my parents now live here, my brother was going to go visit them for dinner and like, he was going to bring the kids and they're like, you know, my brother's like, okay, what do you want? We can, we can pick up something. And my brother suggested McDonald's and my mom was like, no. And then he suggested blaze pizza. And my mom was like, no. And then my older brother, the perfect child was like, Okay, then you figure it out. I'm not going to sit here and guess until you're happy. Oh, my God. I was like, that's like a lot of pent up things I never said to mom. I wish I had in one text message. Wild. And I just did like a laughing face reaction. 
reaction to it because I'm like, this is hilarious. Like, yes, my brother, go get like, just say what, because I would never, <laughs> I would never say anything like that. I'm always, I'm the middle child. I'm always about like keeping the peace, making yes, sure everyone too. gets along. But him saying that, I was just like, that's so funny to me. Like, I love that. Get it. And you know what happened? My dad picked a place to, to order food from and they got food. Everything was fine. The like, world perfect. didn't end. Perfect. You know, exactly. as an older, as the oldest uh, sibling, I will say that those are the best moments in the world when you just fucking like let that go. <laughs> <laughs> but then you're like, oh shit. Like, did I say that out loud? You know, those moments of like, fuck, I did. Oh, shit. Do you like really feel like the eldest has so much mm-hmm. pressure on them yeah, to just sure. like perform and stuff? It's actually funny. You're describing a very familiar dynamic. I am a middle child. My older sister's a doctor. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> and you're a podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and it's like, oh, and what do you do? You know, I'm um, figuring it out. Uh, <laughs> we're figuring it out. Like, I do, I do have a day job, but it's not super impressive. And um, my little sister, I, I wouldn't say she was like a troublemaker. She's like a nurse, so she is also killing it. But I feel like her and I just were like, we're not, we're definitely not the less impressive ones, but it's like you can just like sometimes feel you that. just don't have Tell. the pressure okay. so like you could become yeah. a doctor yeah. too but it's not like <laughs> your family is like riding Maybe. your ass about it totally totally but it's very much that same dynamic and yeah I love that he did that because I I do feel like you could feel the weight of that comment like <laughs> yeah. even just through your retelling of it <laughs> I loved it. You know, there's this hilarious comedian, Amy Silverberg, follow her on Twitter. She's very funny. She tweeted something about how, like, when you meet some siblings, you can always, you always know, like, which one's the cucumber and which one's the pickle. And I was (laughs) like, I was like, yeah, my older brother is obviously the cucumber and my, my little brother and I are pickles. I love pickles. Yeah, I'm not a, I'm a cute, unfortunately yes. I'm a cucumber, yeah. but the funny thing is, is that my <laughs> younger sister, I only have one sister. She is married. She has two kids. She has a job. I am 30 unemployed, single and doing a podcast. So, you know, I think I'm, <laughs> I think I'm defying <laughs> what it means to be an, an older sibling. You are, you are. I kind of love you know, that. I'm, I'm the before in the rom-com, you know, I'm the, yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. I can't wait to read the book or watch the movie of your life. Like when <laughs> it trying, all happens. trying to get it made. That's so funny. Okay. Sam, what is so my this week in petty? petty is so a couple months ago, I quit my job because it was a very toxic environment. Very horrible. My boss was a narcissist. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> dreadful. And for the longest time, they didn't hire anyone to replace me because they couldn't find someone. And they finally just hired someone last week. And so I'm still in a group chat with all the girls that I worked with at my job because we all really liked each other. We just, I just hated my boss. And in this group chat, two of us have already left. And so I was asking them, I was like, so how's the new 
person. It's a guy who's like buddy, buddy with our boss. And I was like, oh, I heard you guys hired a new person. Like, how is it going? And they were like, he's literally not doing anything. So I went and checked on their Instagram page, which I still follow, but I've like muted and blocked and done like all that kind of stuff for, cause I don't want to see their content. And there were only like two story posts. Listen, I was so fucking good at my job, that job specifically. I was amazing. I was really good at like mimicking brand voice. I was really good at creating this, the captions. I was really good at creating content for stories and making reels and all that kind of stuff, because I'm just a very creative and smart person. And I looked yes. at what was posted <laughs> and I jaw hit the ground to the point where I screenshotted them <laughs> and sent them to my coworker that yes. no longer works there anymore either. I was just like, what? Like, I truly just listen. It can, we can say that it's petty, but it's just fact. I was so good and they're hurting without me. So <laughs> I love that. It is such a good feeling when you leave and you're like, you get the vibe that you're replaceable mm-hmm. to your company. And then you find out that you're irreplaceable. I'm just like, y'all are struggling. Yeah. Every time I check in just to see what's going on, it's it's usually when I'm feeling kind of low about my job search and I'm like, oh, I still don't have a job and I feel shitty. I'm like, oh, let me go see what they're doing over there. Uh, and then I'm like, oh no, that was, <laughs> I love that was the that. right choice. Good for you, Sam. Um, you can struggle for a little bit longer with the knowledge that you are the best they ever had with a job that I left that like yeah left on my own volition but still had bitter feelings about it just a pick me up is literally to message one of my old co-workers and be like what's going on oh my god what fires like do you have to put out this week that I don't have to put out and stuff like that like that is it gives me a rush which says a lot about me as a person like in not a good way but no I think it's necessary because like I never would have left this job if the situation wasn't as bad as it was. And so whenever I get into my down feelings about, like I just said earlier in the pod, like a job I was really excited for gave me the, oh, we're going to pursue other people. Sorry. Email. And I was like, Oh, it feels so horrible. But then all I yeah. have to do is talk to the people that still work there. And I was like, oh, yes. I would hate my life if I still work there. Yes. Just like, I'm still dealing with the trauma of working there. I still get like flashbacks of conversations where I'm like, mm. oh no, go away. So just to like have that little reminder when you're feeling down, I think it's, it's a good thing to be like, no, I made the right decision. I didn't need to be in that environment anymore. And I can be petty while I'm still looking for a job because I'm still salty about it. I didn't want to have to quit. Like they forced my hand. That's a great point. That trauma can last for so long. Like I rarely have stress dreams these days, but when I do, they're still about teaching. Like Mm -hmm. when I was a teacher. (laughs) So definitely if you're in a bad job that makes you miserable, any listeners out there, leave that job. You're going to find a better job. I believe in you. You like, you got, I had so many stress dreams when I worked there. So many. Yeah. And I, I rarely remember my dreams like stress or otherwise. Right. And I was having them nightly. So it just, it puts a smile on my face to know that the person that they hired to replace me is subpar and (laughs) (laughs) 
That's it does iconic. nothing. Like their follower <laughs> count is still up. They're still, you know, it does. It literally does not affect their business in any way. Like I, the really petty part of me wants it to negatively affect their business. But um, yes, of course. But of course. Since that obviously isn't going to happen. Just the little sparks of joy I get to like text a screenshot to other people. It's just, it's nice. I love it. I'm like, we're the same person, literally. <laughs> like, I was like, same. But I think like another thing that you kind of brought up, not to uh, end this podcast on like a, uh, a heavy note, but like, I totally also get loving a job and love what loving your coworkers and what you're doing and stuff. But like a boss or there's some aspect of it that you just cannot put up with any longer. And you're like almost grieving like something that had like all of the ingredients, but not the right like situation and stuff. So I, I totally get that. Like it just sucks when it's something that you would still be doing if the, some of the circumstances were different. And And I'm just, I'm also just glad that I was able to maintain really good relationships with a lot of the people that I worked with. Um, because they are not until they listen to this podcast. I'm just kidding. Please. I mean, I, at this point, I don't care. I still am drafting my scathing last door review of that place, which I will release as soon as I get another job. Like, I don't know why I'm so hesitant to actually post it until after the facts because they are anonymous, but whatever. But yeah, like I, I loved the environment, like whenever my bosses weren't there, the environment was perfection. It was so good. And you can tell that the team was really good, but now my new joy is watching them all drop like flies and quit. Yes. I was like, who's next? Who's going to quit next? I must know. Oh my God. I feel like the people that know me IRL are like, this is literally you. (laughs) This is like, (laughs) you just did that with your last job. (laughs) Love it. (laughs) Oh, that's too funny. Well, this has been so much fun. Thank you so much, Sam and Shelby for coming on the podcast. Where can the listeners find the pod and anything you guys else can you find plug? us uh we're on all social media we're on twitter instagram facebook at the rom complex you can also find our podcast on any streaming service we're on apple spotify stitcher all wherever you're listening to this you can find us thanks so much for coming on And there you have it. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you, Sam and Shelby, for joining me for today's episode. If you haven't already, you can leave RTBP a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And new for about a week now, you can actually leave a star rating on Spotify. So I would appreciate it if you did that. It helps the pod find new listeners through like charts and rankings and all of that bullshit. If you have a topic you want me to talk about, I'm going to be recording a solo podcast covering Selling Tampa and Emily and Paris season two next week. But if there are other pop culture, reality TV or celebrity gossip stories you want me to cover, DM me. I'm at RTBB podcast on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. I hope you are safe and healthy out there. I hope you are enjoying your holidays with your family and friends. As always, I'm your host, Tori, and I am ready to be petty. See you soon. Bye.